We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're talking week 16 fantasy football projections on Roto-Viz Radio. What's up, Roto-Viz? Welcome into the Rotoviz Fantasy Football Show. I'm Dave Cabin, one of the owners at Rotoviz. In for a solo pod tonight. Uh, it's Tuesday night. You will be listening to this likely Wednesday morning. Curtis is very under the weather. So I wanted to hit this episode alone. Uh, I am still hoping that we get to do a start sit show in some form be it Wednesday evening or Thursday evening. Not sure if Curtis will be available for that either, but knowing that this is probably a pretty busy week for a lot of people out there, I just finished updating the GLSP projections for week 16 that are now up on rotoviz.com. And I thought we would run through some of those results. So that if you're busy, you can't pop in to join or to listen to a repeat of the start sit show. This might answer some of your questions. So at quarterback this week, uh, the first couple of names shouldn't really surprise us. Um, we have CJ Stroud against the Browns with 24.1. Uh, that's assuming that he is able to play. I suppose you could argue that against the Browns defense, that average of 24.1 is pretty solid. Uh, actually, 44% of his match is going beyond 25 points. He is followed by Dak Prescott at Miami, then Josh Allen at the Chargers. We do see Justin Fields coming in at number four overall this week among quarterbacks with an average of 21.8, sneaking 34% of his matches into the greater than 35 bucket. The first player that you might not necessarily be expecting here is Baker Mayfield in his matchup with the Jaguars with an average of 20.6 PPR. Impressively, he gets 29% above 25 PPR, has 25% in the 20 to 25 bucket. So we actually see more than 50% of his matches going beyond 20 points. He's followed by Trevor Lawrence, then Jalen Hurts. If Geno Smith is able to go against Tennessee, he looks like a QB1 this week. 
Then the name that I'm sure a lot of you out there are more curious about, and that is actually Jake Browning for the Bengals matchup with the Steelers, an average PPR projection based upon, well, you know, we're talking quarterbacks. So There's an average projection here of 18.5 for Browning. Gets 20% of his matches in the greater than 25 bucket. We only see 8% fail to eclipse 10 points as 22% in the 10 to 15 bucket, 28% in the 15 to 20 bucket. And if we take a closer look at Browning, and here's the here's the really interesting thing for me. Um, in the football uh, or in the um, fantasy pros contest on my FFPC, I have a team that's very much in the hunt. My quarterback decision this week is going to be Jake Browning or Sam Howell. This was a Kirk Cousins team. Obviously, Cousins not available. Browning has been awesome filling in for him. And we're probably wondering, can we trust Jake Browning at this point? Well, given what he's done in recent games, 289 yards is the average yards produced by his matches. 1.9 passing touchdowns. It's a pretty good rate. And this equates to what I would say is a pretty favorable distribution. And if we compare that to somebody like Sam Howell this week, uh, Howell comes in a little bit later. Howell is at um, an average of 17.6, so about a full point lower than Browning. You see Browning in all of the buckets that we'd want out playing Howell. Now, I know that Howell is not one of those locked in quarterbacks for most teams, but just kind of demonstrating this is really where Jake Browning is. I'm honestly going to play Browning over Howell. I think that a lot of listeners out there would do well to follow suit there uh, and go with Jake Browning behind him. We have Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, Sam Howell, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Lamar Jackson does not uh, get a greatest outlook here against the 49ers for what you might be expecting for him with an average of 17 Continuing down, just a couple of names, Minshew, Mellons, Tagovailoa, uh, Flacco, Goff, Tommy DeVito, Taylor Heineke, Mahomes does not have a great outlook versus the Raiders this week, followed by Locke, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Bailey Zappi, Easton Stick. So it's a very thorough review there of the quarterbacks. Um, takeaways here. Again, uh, pretty good week for Mayfield, Browning, Jordan Love, Howell, some of those guys that might be on the border uh, for you, depending on what your quarterback room looks like, uh, that do fall into the top 15. So if we look at running back, uh, we have a Chan against the Cowboys coming in with the highest running back projection of the week, an average of 16.5, given what we've seen from his comps against defenses like the Cowboys. And this one's probably going to hurt because behind him, we have Bijan Robinson. Now, we had a number of questions from teams or from listeners last week that had teams where they had Robinson and a number of other options. And some of those teams had Brees Hall. Now, Brees Hall uh, did not really show up. And if we look at the stat line here, 
for Bijan in the week 15 matchup with the Panthers. He scored just 2.4 PPR, just seven attempts, 11 yards, did see three targets, converts just one. But this is going to put you in this odd situation of what do you do going into this week? Well, we can point to the fact that against teams like the Colts, he would be expected to do solid given the GLSP process gets 14% of his matches beyond 25, 16 between 20 to 25, um, 24% in the 15 to 20 bucket, 50th percentile outcome for him, 16.2. Um, even the 25th percentile would put him at 11 points, but really you're going to have to make the decision here of if you look at some of the things that Arthur Smith has been doing with his team in comparison to the other options that you have, do any of those other players have question about volume? And I think that's how I would go about breaking the tie this week. If I were a team that was fortunate enough to be making this type of decision. Uh, so he's followed by McCaffrey Mixon, Chuba Hubbard against the Packers sneaking into the fold here. Uh, in the top five. And as a refresher here, uh, we have seen now four consecutive weeks of at least decent games, if not good games for him. Week 12 against Tennessee, he put up 20.2 PPR. Week 13 against Tampa Bay, 22.4. Against New Orleans in week 14, 11.6. Then against the Falcons over the weekend, 12.3. That's some of what's inform informing the tool about his matchup here. With Green Bay, he's followed by Kyron Williams, Devin Singletary, Gibbs, Rashad White, Raheem Mostert, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, Derek Henry. If Ramondre Stevenson were to play, he would be in the top 12. If he doesn't, that is something that you could look to to elevate your outlook for Ezekiel Elliott a little bit, followed by James Cook, Alvin Kamara. Um, as we make our way down, I don't want to run through every running back here, but um, you do see Jalen Warren coming in around running back 28, followed by Ty Chandler, uh, Travis Etienne, Saquon Barkley in the middle of the pack this week around like 22 and 23. So maybe a little bit lower than their managers would like to see them. Uh, you do have Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard towards the 16 and 17 spot. Uh, Najee Harris also falling in around Jalen Warren with each of them expected to go somewhere between 10 and 11 points. Brees Hall, if you're looking for him to rebound, pretty low in this week's outlook for himself at 31. Um, we are fast approaching the holiday season. We're always looking for the perfect gifts for those near and dear to us, our families and friends. And what could be better than a ticket to a live event? We're heading towards the crucial weeks of the NFL season, and there's so much sports going on, but there's also concerts, comedy, theater, so many other things that you can go and get a ticket to this time of year. Can be stressful looking for tickets, getting the best price, the best seats, trying to figure everything out to have the best experience, but it doesn't have to be like that because buying tickets 
tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to get tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you will have. They have exclusive flash deals. They have the game time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. If you find a ticket in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% off the difference. Buying tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps on their app and you're set. So whether it's for a gift or whether it's just to treat yourself this holiday season, snag tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use the code ROTOVIS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code ROTOVIS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No names that really jump out to me elsewhere uh, as big surprises, except you do see Kenneth Walker coming in at 45. He did look very good uh, in the game last night, but does not appear to match up given uh, what the GLSP looks at well with the Titans. Personally, though, um, I am of the opinion that on most of my teams where I have Walker, I'm going to really dig into this. I would go beyond just what we're seeing at the GLSP to try and make my decision there. All right. Um, I'm just going to see if there's anything else notable as we continue looking through these results. The tool does not like James Conner's outlook against the Bears this week. Um, Kareem Hunt against Houston does not get a lot of love. And I think that's kind of where we can cut that. So let's turn our attention towards wide receiver. A lot of the obvious names at the top, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Evans, who's managed to put together a pretty terrific campaign this year, probably collectively the biggest miss between Curtis and I this year. Uh, Mike Evans, in terms of overall PPR, is number nine in PPR per game. Number 11 has been a wide receiver, one in 36% of weeks, wide receiver, two in 36 
50%. He's gone over 20 points five times this year. Uh, has only fit, has not gotten to 15 points just five times this year. So it's been a really great campaign for Evans. Uh, he's also number 19 in expected points per game, number nine in fantasy points over expectation per game. So managing to be efficient, uh, definitely a miss for us. Back to it, you got C.D. Lamb, Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown. So Smith and Brown looking like they should have a good game against the Giants. They're followed by Metcalf, Debo, St. Brown, Olave, D.J. Moore, Devonte Adams. Then we see Rasheed Rice, who has been really stepping up his game, establishing himself in the back half of the year as one of the key cogs for the Chiefs. In fact, week 12, 24.7, week 13, 14.4, followed by a 20.2 and a 24.1 performance. So he has three wide receiver one performances in the last week. The GLSP has him against the Raiders kind of on that fringe. Somewhat interesting given that Patrick Mahomes did not score nicely in the GLSP this week. But it could be one of these situations where a lot of that work got concentrated between or gets concentrated between the receiver and the tight end in this game. Uh, we have Brandon Ayuk, Michael Pittman, Calvin Ridley, Garrett Wilson, Nico Collins, uh, Jalen Waddle. OBJ scores pretty well this week against San Francisco. Um, OBJ may be an option for teams really in need, but there have been a couple of weeks this year where it's looked like it could be a decent matchup for him. And then you just don't get the volume uh, that you would need to see for him to really become viable. Uh, he did put up a 19.7 spot in week 14, but that's sandwiched between a 6.4 and a 2.4 game. There's just been a lot of down games for him this year. So he looks like a guy maybe you put in if you really are in a desperate situation. He's followed by Amari Cooper, Cortland Sutton, Jordan Addison, Jamar Chase, Deontay Johnson, Michael Thomas, Hopkins, Lockett, uh, Stefan Diggs against the Chargers, kind of a low projection for him. You got Zay Flowers. He's at an average of 12.1. Uh, Jaden Reed, 11.4. Guys like Gabe Davis, Brandon Cooks, Elijah Moore. Cooper Cup scores pretty low. T. Higgins, pretty low. Uh, so kind of what I'm seeing as I look through results this week is there's a couple of surprises in terms of guys that no matter what should remain in your lineup, failing to get to where you probably would like to see them go. But I'm not seeing a lot of players standing out as finishing much higher than I would expect. We also see Puka Nakua fairly low against New Orleans. Uh, so this profile that they have that in this Rams offense does not seem to work out very favorably against New Orleans. Uh, we see Terry McLaurin pretty low here. Adam Thielen, it does not love against Green Bay. Uh, Jahan Dotson in this range. Romeo Dobbs, 8.6. Jacoby Myers, 8.4. Christian Watson, 8.2 against the Panthers, who have been pretty limiting to wide receivers. Uh, Drake London, not a great outlook. JSN, not a good outlook this week. Uh, Tyler Boyd, not a particularly good outlook either in comparison to what you might expect. George Pickens, it really does not like this week. He's coming in somewhere around like 85 other names in this area. 
that you might be interested about. Uh, Devontae Parker did have a good game last week, but not a lot of love here against Denver. Uh, you might have to monitor, though, who's available for New England in the receiving core, and it's possible that things move in a way where you might expect some some volume for Parker. So that's our view there of wide receivers. We'll look at tight end. Tight end, David Njoku, 17.3 in an average outing. Uh, that is driven off of 8.7 targets, expecting him to get to around 6.6 receptions, 77 yards, and 50% of his matches scored touchdowns. We actually see 18% of his matches going over 25 PPR for a tight end. That's a very impressive result. And one of the better tight end distributions you're going to see this year uh, with 26% going between 10 to 15, another 26 in that 15 to 20 bucket, and then uh, 16 in the 20 to 25 bucket. So, I mean, almost 20% in the beyond 25 bucket for a tight end. That's really nice. Um, and if we look at his recent games and what you might expect with Joe Flacco, you're seeing that. You know, 14 targets against Chicago, eight against Jacksonville, has back-to-back 25-plus point performance games. Not saying that you're going to get another 25, but David Njoku has been on a tear. Tool expects that to continue. He's followed by a couple other guys that have been very hot in Evan Ingram, Trey McBride. You got Travis Kelsey. Uh, Where Mark Andrews playing, the Tool would really like his outlook against San Francisco. You got... Uh, George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson, Darren Waller. Now that he's back, pretty good outlook for him against Philadelphia with an average of 12.4. Uh, then you got Sam, Sam Laporta, Cole Komet, Cade Auden then sneaks in Hunter Henry, uh, Tanner Hudson, Pat Fryermuth, Tyler Higby. Um, Dalton Kincaid, fairly low outlook for him this week. Jake Ferguson comes in behind Dalton Schultz. Isaiah Likely, who had a great game at 9.4. You got Kyle Pitts, Gerald Everett, um, and then things kind of trail off from there. So not too many surprises at tight end. We'll look at DST now. Um, The best options for this week, given what the GLSP is seeing, you would have the Seahawks against the Titans actually averaging uh, 10 points You got Denver at New England, Green Bay at Carolina, Kansas City at Las Vegas, Houston at Cleveland. I shouldn't be saying at, I should be saying against, uh, because I actually don't know off the top of my head which of these games are home and away yet. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Jets versus the Commanders, Bears versus the Cardinals, San Francisco versus the Ravens, then Rams versus the Saints. So hopefully this gave you some clues as to what you might do for some of these players. Um, like I said, I am going to try to do a start sit show in some format this week. It is kind of a crazy week for me though. Um, I'm hoping that we can get Curtis back for that show. Long and the short of it is if you have questions that you'd like to be able to listen to on the podcast, send those to, um, I'm thinking this week your best option would be to send those to rotovismain at gmail.com or you could send them to 
Uh, I just hit the wrong button. I was going to say, or you could send them to rotovizffshow at gmail.com. Hopefully you can remember one of those. And uh, if you get those to those, I will see them. If you send them to the radio email address, they don't always uh, make their way over to me in time. All right. Good luck if you do not, or if I do not talk to you before the weekend. Uh, Best of luck. Hope that everybody enjoys their holidays as well if I don't talk to you. Thanks for stopping by, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the RotoViz Fantasy Football Show. Send us questions at rvffshow at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at DaveCabinFF and at CPatrickNFL. Leave us a voicemail at 978-615-9214. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. 